Hello and welcome to another episode of Frog Splaining with me, Big Frog. Now, I've been meaning to do a lot of these. I want to do one on racism. I wanted to do one on a couple of other things, but I've been lazy. So, once again, I'm back and the episode is another continuation of F the LA Chargers, which I say F because... A couple of people hit me up the last time that they enjoyed the podcast, but, you know, there was way too many F-bombs or whatever it is. And that's cool. I understand that. Now, the the problem with that is that I just naturally cuss a lot. So I am going to cuss on here, but I'm going to try to, to uh, scale it back a little bit. So I wanted to do this at the midway point of the season. But it didn't work out that good because, you know, the Bears missed that last second field goal. So I didn't want to do it after after a game like that. And then I definitely wanted, didn't want to do it after they just had basically beat the shit out of uh, the Packers. So it just didn't seem like good timing to do that. But then after that, we started hearing these rumors about London and I had heard some rumors about St. Louis personally. And then they lost to the Raiders. And so now it seems like a perfect time, right? They're uh, four and six, which is, you know, basically what I was hoping for. I was hoping that they'll end the season at eight and eight or less and not make the playoffs and not gain any new fans. Like I said, that's entirely the point. And at four and six, we're really in a good position to do that. With all the rumors and all the innuendos and Dean Spanos getting all mad and cussing and all that, it's time for me to congratulate you, the Salties, all of you, myself included. We are doing the work. We are doing the good work for San Diego. And believe me, man, this is us. We are causing this. We are causing these problems for Dean Spanos and for the Chargers organization. Because we're the ones that are shining the spotlight on what's going on. I mean, yeah, L.A. not wanting them, the ownership being inept the team not winning, all those things are contributing factors. And all of those things are going very well for us. But if those things were happening in the dark, nobody would be aware of it. People are aware of it throughout the whole country, throughout the whole world, because we won't let it go. We continue to shine a light. We continue to make it big news every single week, every blunder that they do, every post that the Chargers do on Twitter gets like a thousand negative responses for every one uh, that's like, let's go Bolts or whatever it is that, uh, that these dudes are talking about. I blocked the main trolls, J Jalby and, and his aliases, because, um, well, because he, you know, reported me and tried to get me banned and all this stuff, which basically that's their whole point. You know, 
they say we're wasting our time. They say, you know, we can't never make anything change. Nothing will ever happen because of what we're doing. Well, yeah, the reason that they say that is because they're scared that something will happen because of what we're doing and they want us to go away. It would be a lot easier for them if we went away. It would be a lot easier for the Chargers if we went away. It would be a lot easier for the for the NFL commissioner if we went away. And that's exactly why we don't need to do that. What we need to do is stay on course, especially now that we're seeing results. The fruits of our labor, so to speak, are coming to fruition. You know, we can't let up now. We have our foot on their throats, okay? We can't let them up. We can't let up. No mercy. Mercy is for the weak. Yes, sensei. <laughs> because the bottom line is, we did the right thing, you know? Imagine if we all went along, if we all just were still Charger fans. Dean Spanos would be smiling ear to ear. How would he feel? He would feel great. He would have all of San Diego, plus some few new fans in L.A. He would be killing the game. Instead, he has nothing. He has nothing, and that's because of us. Because of us, we can add to his stress, to his ulcers, to his high blood pressure, to whatever it is that makes him feel uncomfortable and unhappy, like he made us unhappy, right? So, what are we supposed to do? You know, wish him luck? We're supposed to hope for success and prosperity? Fuck no. We hope for his failure. His ultimate failure in LA. And the bottom line is that we can force something to happen. We are forcing something to happen. Now, it might not be what we want. Right? Because ultimately, what would we want the most? Well, obviously, we would want the NFL to force Dean to sell. And then for someone like Josiah or someone who, who likes San Diego or sees, you know, the, the potential of, of a reunion with San Diego as a great thing, we need someone like that to, to uh, buy the team and then move them back. That would be the ultimate dream, right? Well, I mean, you know, long shot, right? But anything would be better than this. If they moved to London, London's going to want their own thing. They're going to want the London Knights or the London Monarchs or the London Rippers or something that will belong to London. They're not going to want the homeless-ass Chargers, right? So... If they move there, then we get our identity back, we get our colors back, we get our name back, and we get in line for an expansion team. Is it likely to come in the next few years? Maybe not. Maybe it'll be 10, you know. Hopefully I'll still be alive and, and then I'll rejoice and party, you know, over, over our success, you know, with doing this. If they move to St. Louis... If they move to San Antonio, I don't think, I think the NFL has realized that the Chargers name doesn't travel well. The Chargers name 
is San Diego exclusive. And that's why people can't stop saying it. You know, you don't hear them say St. Louis at the Rams games. Maybe they have. I'm not positive that they haven't done it once or twice. But definitely they're not doing it with the same uh, frequency that you hear it on the on the Chargers broadcast, which is every week. Every week during the game. Every week on the lead-ins to the game. Every week on the highlights after the game. San Diego, San Diego, San Diego. There's a reason for that, man. It goes together, San Diego Chargers, right? It's just always been that way. And for a lot of people, it will always be that way. So I think another move would be good. It would be better than this. Because what could be worse than this? You know, they when they, when they moved to L.A., like they thought, oh, it's just L.A., you know, it's just an hour and a half drive, which obviously it's not. But, you know, oh, yeah, you could still, it's right there. It's it's not far, you know, whatever, whatever. Not realizing that having them so close made it even worse, you know. If your wife is cheating on you, that's bad. But if she's cheating on you with the dude across the street, that's even worse, isn't it? Of course it is, man. So, yeah. I would welcome a move anywhere else, especially back here, obviously, which which to me, I mean, yeah, man, you know, we don't have a great stadium in place. There are other places that have a better stadium in place or whatever. And if that's all it's about is money and a stadium, then well, that shows you where, where the NFL's head is at, right? That shows you that it's just all greed. Now, I mean, it would be great PR for them to give us our team back. It just would. It was great for the NFL when they gave Cleveland back the Browns. I fucking, I dug it. You know, I thought it was cool. um, Because they never deserved to lose their team. Just like we didn't deserve to lose our team. You know? People like uh, Arash Markazi, they keep on, they're making their living trying to say that, oh yeah, you know what, yeah, the um, the fans invade the Carson Stadium, it's, you know, 90% whoever fans, but you know what, it was like that in San Diego too. Bullshit. It was not like that in San Diego, too. I, I've been going to Charger games since I was a little kid, since Dan Fouts. And throughout that whole time, it was never like that. As a matter of fact, I mean, even like in the 80s and 90s and whatever, when the Raiders came, it was like 50-50. I ain't even going to lie. There was a lot of Raiders fans. And after they started messing around and talking about moving and all this stuff, then the Raiders fans came and took over. It was like 75%, whatever it was. That's true, you know. But other people, you know, have tried to correct me and say, oh, you know what, there was a lot of other teams that were more than 50-50, whatever, whatever. That's bullshit, man, because I'm the kind of dude who always talks shit. 
to opposing fans. In the parking lot, inside the stadium, everywhere. Constantly talking shit. And you know what? If I ever felt outnumbered, or like there was more than 50% Denver fans, or more than 50% Chiefs fans, or whatever, whatever, maybe I would have been a little bit more hesitant to say all that shit I was saying. But I never felt that. I never felt that except at a Raiders game. You know, yes, there were other games, the odd game, like for example, Green Bay came one time and this was after they were already messing around about moving and everything too and people were getting 400 bucks 500 bucks for their tickets on StubHub or whatever hey man you know what i'm not even gonna blame anybody for doing that you know what i mean if you could pay for your whole most of your season tickets with that one game because green bay people want to come here or minnesota people want to come here i understand that man so yeah there was an odd game here and there, right? But no, that whole thing that San Diego, being in San Diego Stadium was just the same as it is in Carson is straight up bullshit. There's a video evidence to show it and there is no video evidence to show the other way. So there you go. Again, after 2014 or 2015 or whatever, Man, all bets are off. You already made it known that your plan was to leave. You already made it known that you intended to screw us. You already made it known that you were flirting with other with the L.A. or whatever. You know, all that. Once you make it known like that, well, well yeah, man, there's going to be a reaction, right? And so there was. But even then, it wasn't like Carson. It was never like Carson. Because we had fans here we had a fan base here they don't anymore period the number of fans that they have in LA for the best of my ability to to look in the crowd and see what's there is between five and eight thousand and how many of those come from San Diego I'm guessing like three four thousand so, how many actual fans from L.A. go to Charger games in L.A.? Maybe 3,000. Maybe less. That's what they have. So, of course, Dean Spanos is losing his mind. Of course, the commissioner is losing his mind. And I don't let that commissioner rest, dude. I hit his Twitter, like, practically every day. And that doesn't mean that he reads it or whatever, whatever. But somebody in that league office reads it. They have the metadata of what uh, the responses are, what the temperature is, all that. That's what uh, modern day public relations is all about, is analyzing the data and responding in kind. And that's what they're doing. They're looking for a solution to a very obvious problem because the problem is huge and it's obvious. Even Arash Markazi is on the radio talking about how a rebrand would probably be a good idea. Even Jalby is making polls about, hey, wouldn't it be cool if Jeff Bezos bought the Chargers, whatever, whatever. Which, by the way, on that Bezos thing, if, uh, if they wanted to give him a team, if they wanted to sell him a team, number one, the Chargers would be the perfect team to sell to him, obviously, because 
Spanos is inept and obviously Bezos is a better businessman than Spanos. So, of course, a team would do better with an owner like that. Now, the question then would be, well, is Bezos getting an NFL team because he just wants to make more money and he knows NFL owners make money? If that's the case, then he would probably just stay in L.A. They would be like the L.A. Amazons or whatever, and he would make that money. And he would have enough money to stay the course no matter how long it takes and and make them blow up in L.A. in 20 years or whatever, you know. But if he wanted to just do something cool and he was just like, you know what, man, I got enough money. I just want to be like King of San Diego and move them back and build my own stadium because who gives a shit? I could build a stadium with the with the change in my ashtray, you know. Uh, then he could also do that. And yeah, man, he would literally be the king of San Diego if he did that. Again, I might be dreaming a little bit on that one, but that's what I'm here for. Now, Dean says all the reports of him moving are bullshit. Nothing's happening. They're just going to stay in L.A. They're going to go to the new stadium. Everything's perfect. Everything's right according to plan. Well, if that's the case, then what do we do? We come even harder next year. We show even more of the failures. We show even more, shine a spotlight on that empty stadium. Jesus, I mean, how much worse is it going to look when you got 20,000 fans, visiting fans, you got 10,000 home fans, and you got 30,000 empty seats. How's that going to look? It's going to look fantastic to me, man. I'm going to be laughing. I'm going to be posting pictures of it. I'm going to be making jokes. I'm just going to be hammering, hammering mercilessly this, this, uh, this sore spot. Just keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Like a Chinese water torture with just a little drop, little drop, little drop, little drop. Next thing you know, there's a big hole there. And that's what we're going to do, man. We're going to make a hole in Dean Spanos' plans. We're going to make it so there's no chance of anything happening other than them being an embarrassment in L.A. An embarrassment to L.A., an embarrassment to the NFL, an embarrassment in the world. I mean, my cousins in Costa Rica know what's going on here. They know what's going on with the Chargers. Ridiculously, I mean, they don't care. They're thousands miles away, thousands of miles away. And some of them don't even watch football. But they know, hey, it's funny about the Chargers, man. They're, they're going down, they're going down. Yeah, man. And what's going to fix the situation? Nothing. Nothing. Because they're not going to win, right? Rivers is talking about walking away or they're talking about getting rid of him or whatever the case might be. And you know what? I mean, I've been hearing that for a long time, even when they were still here, that people were like, oh, you know, Rivers is a problem, Rivers, whatever. Uh, you know, I mean, he's not the greatest quarterback ever. But I tell you what, they're going to miss him when he's gone. When he's gone, 
they're going to suck so bad because he's he's what gets them to the point that they are now. He's he's the reason that they only lose by two points or three points or whatever it is, right? Because the people who are calling for him to to uh, to go out, they must not remember. They must not be OGs because they must not remember the Mark Malone days or Billy Joe Tolliver. They must not remember Babe Laufenberg, Mark Vlasic, John Freeze. Maybe they don't even remember Ryan Leaf. But a fucking good quarterback is hard to find. Even when you have a decent one, you got to hold on. I mean, look at the Bears, for example. How long has it been since the Bears had a good quarterback? A long time, man. You know, not because they didn't try, right? Anyway, I don't want to, I don't really want to get into talking too much about football because I don't want to legitimize this bullshit-ass team and the bullshit that they're doing. So, I don't really want to talk about football, football. I just want to talk about what we need to do. Our game plan, the Salties, right? How are we going to get the maximum amount of salt into that new stadium, all the way down the freeway from the old stadium, full of salt? You got nowhere to go. You got nothing you can do. Nothing is going to make this better. The only thing that's going to make this better is change, you know? And for me, the change that I'm really pushing for is at the very least a rebranding. At the very least, you know? It would be good for everyone. It would be good for us because I'll start wearing my Charger shit again the next day. After they change their name, I will take ownership of the Chargers back where it belongs with us. Matter of fact, I might even buy some more Chargers gear as it goes on clearance, (laughs) you know, Uh, proudly, man, because that belongs to us, man, you know. So, yeah, I bet. I mean, if the Chargers were to rebrand, I bet you the Chargers brand and especially those Korean bootleggers or whatever, would see an uptick in sales of merch, right? You wouldn't have to put it on clearance anymore, right? Because I'll go get some, you know, and I'll put back on the stuff that I had, which is in a box, in a storage at my parents' house. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm looking forward to that. And I believe that one way or another, it will happen. But all of that depends on us. If we were all just to pack it in and say, you know what, man? We are wasting our time here, man. You know, why do we care about so much about this? You know, we should just, it's just football. It's just entertainment. We should just, you know, let it go already. You know, just, you know, just let it go. That would make Dean Spano so happy. That would make these Charger Trolls so happy. That would make the... 3,000 or so LA Chargers fans that exist so happy. And is that what we want? Do we want these fuckers to be happy? Hell no. Hell no. We want to torture them every day until we get what we want or something. You know, give us something, motherfucker. You know, because we deserve it. 
Our 50 plus years of loyalty deserve it. Our keeping on going to games when they never won shit deserves it. Our loyalty was not repaid. That's the worst. That's a stab in the back. That's a betrayal. Right? That's treason. (laughs) So, you know, yeah. And again, man, I'm going to reach out again to the fans that are still going up there. I don't know how you can do it. I don't even know how it could be fun. You know, I would think that the drive back from there, especially after a loss, especially after a loss in front of a stadium full of the other team's fans and you and your meek little number of fans have to drive back to SD after that? What kind of a miserable-ass trip is that? I mean, you know, it has to be miserable, man. Why? Why do you keep doing it? It, you, you're, you're hurting your city, your city. You're helping the owner that left us. And it doesn't look like fun, man. It doesn't even look like it's not. It's definitely not what it used to be. I mean, look at this week, man. Say what you will. The the Raiders and the Chargers used to have a great rivalry. There is no rivalry left. Nothing, you know. I mean, Raiders fans are still Raider fans because They've been left so many times at this point. They're like, they got like battered wives syndrome. You know, they're uh, identifying with their, with their uh, kidnappers. You know, it's like, yeah, man, you know, they've been abused for so long. They don't know nothing else. Oakland got left twice, you know. Now, I don't really know how the actual Oakland, Oakland Raider fans are feeling about it. They can't be happy, right? But. There's Raider Nation, right? And all that. There is no Charger Nation. And anyone who is associated with the team should have known that. You know? That's why we like the Chargers. Because they're from San Diego and we're from San Diego. And even though they never won, we still loved them. You know? But, and, and we expected them to love us back. And then they didn't. And then they left. And then you still love them? You still going to go chase them around and beg? Please. Anyway. So, the bottom line and what I came here to say is congratulations. Congratulations to all you salty motherfuckers. And props on all the work you've been doing, props on not giving up, props on the progress that's being made. Hey, we're the ones that have to do this, right? Nobody else is going to do it for us. We have to shine the light. We have to make sure everybody sees, you know? Then whatever happens, man, that's up to them. That's out of our hands, you know? But we just need to show that there's a problem. Show how big the problem is and how necessary a remedy is for that problem. And eventually something's going to happen. We can't quiet down. We got to get louder. 
right? We can't back down. We got to stand taller, tougher, come harder. And that's what's going to get us the results that we want. That's what's going to get something done. And four and six, great. We need two more losses. Two more losses to make sure that they don't make the playoffs. And a couple more wins to make sure they don't get a a fat draft pick. And there you go. Success. Perfect, perfect success. And I'm confident that we can get that done. So, at the end of the year, I'll come back with another one. And we can celebrate the disaster that was this season. And even the bigger disaster that's going to be next season. If they don't decide to make something happen. So until the next one, this is Big Frog for Frog Splaining and saying, stay salty, my friends. Until the next one, this is Big Frog and I'm out.